Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to another episode of the Tradie Business School podcast, where we have real conversations that help you uh, get your time back, get off the tools, scale your trades or service-based business, and um, help you get some of your life back. Now, I'm joined today once again with the lovely uh, Lou Ledbrook, who is uh, being at organising me, but uh, we... We're going to talk today about something a little bit different that's not planning or organizing orientated. We're going to talk about something that's uh, it's quite a, a little bit of a pain point for me, but um, what we're going to talk about today is using the right tools for the wrong job. Now, uh, before we get into that, I'm just going to say hello to Lou. How are you today, Lou? Thanks for joining us again. Hello, thanks for having me on again. Great to be here. Excellent. So today's topic, Lou, we talked a little bit offline. This is really, we're getting into a little bit of the mindset stuff now, which uh, which I do love. And it is something that we see throughout business owners, um, executives, people as they evolve in their leadership, they'll they'll have a tool set that gets them to here. There's an old saying, what get what got you here won't get you there. And if you if you've heard that, but you don't understand that hopefully this will help you uh, get your head around it. But there's a whole heap of things now. I'm not going to get into schema therapy and and those sorts of things because I'm not a schema therapist, obviously. But if you want to if you want to get into the the mindset stuff, it's a great place to start. But what I see, what I'm going to talk about is the traits that I see in um, business owners and entrepreneurs that we we talk about. And a whole lot of this stuff is within me. So I'm going to put my heart on my sleeve here. And and once again, you've got full permission to throw me under the bus, Lou. But, um, you know, one thing in particular that I see um, with business owners, myself included, is this this unrelenting standards, you know, this high, high level of, you know, ownership around, you know, details and quality of workmanship or workpersonship, I should say, these days. Um, but just that that constant commitment to be better and better. I mean, for most people, this is why they've gotten into business in the first place. And that's great, right? Because that that is what gets you into business. It what it's what gets you to a certain level. And that level, you know, is different for different people. You know, I've seen people tap out at, you know, a couple of hundred grand in turnover. And I've seen people scale businesses to five, ten million dollars with these unrelenting standards and these. You know, demanding critic that's like more, 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 spelt M O A R. But, you know, that at some point or another, they hit that glass ceiling where that, that, I guess, tool in the toolbox of skill sets, it, it stops working or they get diminishing returns. And for me, my unrelenting standards led to, to burnout. And you were there for, for many of those. Um, times where I was in that place and and struggling, but um, I mean, for me, that's that's one thing that I see. But I'd love to hear from you in your experience. What have you seen in the the world of tools that are really valuable to get people to a certain level, but then beyond it, it starts to become a disservice or the wrong tool. For yeah. Them? Look, and I think unrelenting standards is kind of in the same bracket as perfectionism. To be honest, you know, oh. so this desire and this drive to always be the best, be perfect, have perfect, do perfect, whatever it is, mm. you know, that is basically this unrelenting standards to 
always achieve the best. And it's not always just about the best, actually. It's just to get everything done, right? And to get it all done today as quick as I can, um, you know, that sort of thing. I think it's, like you said, the trick, the tricky thing with that is it's like a catch-22. It's it's a great trait to have, this drive, right? The drive is great to have and that's yeah. great to have in business, but it can lead you to a place of burnout, as you've said. Mm. You've been there. I've been there. I've also taken myself to burnout on more than one occasion <laughs> because I do also have unrelenting standards, but they're of ourselves, I think. They are of other people, but they're of ourselves. And that's why they're really hard to control, right? Yeah. So it's having to put, you can, like, if you have unrelenting standards of somebody else and they're not living up to that standard, you call them out on it, right? Whereas when it's yourself, you have these unrelenting standards, it's almost someone else has to call you out on it. Yeah, I think, and that's probably one of the big parts of why we, we work together. Obviously, we've got that shared experience through burnout. We understand what that's like. So we can, you know, I guess be able to point out, particularly you with me, you know, pointing out when I'm utilizing that skill set, but also when I'm not. Because mm-hmm. here's the other flip side of this coin that sort of skill set can be really valuable, you know, like when, yeah. when I want really high quality product put out there, when I want really exceptional service, when I want to do something that is of a really high caliber standard, you know. Uh, performance, um, product, whatever it may be, you know, having that skill set is is amazing. But I think where, when they become uh, an issue, these skill sets is when they do become toxic, you know, and we're applying it to the wrong areas, you know, because here's the thing, if I had taken that unrelenting standard, that high level, and I had applied that to my health, my nutrition, mm. my welfare, you know, my my physical fitness, all of that sort of thing, I, one, I'd probably be an elite athlete in something, <laughs> uh, but, you know, like I, I would have also probably averted burnout and those sorts of yeah. things. So that's where the right tool using the right area yeah. can also then get you to the next level, right? Because when you double down on on caring for yourself and, you know, making sure you're, you're nourished and fueled right, then you can do a lot more. But this yeah. is the thing, and we see this in entrepreneurs all the time, They'll they'll double down on things like you know taking more caffeine and stimulants and alcohol to calm themselves down. So they'll use they'll they'll be really full on with using stimulants, and then it gets to the end of the day, and they've got to use all the what's the opposite of stimulants the the downers the downers the depressants yeah yeah, yes. yeah. they kind of pull them back down so they can actually sleep and that sort of thing and that roller coaster. It's it's exciting in business, right? But it's, I mean, mm. I remember someone said to me years ago, you want your business to be really boring and predictable yeah. and then you want to get your adrenaline and your roller coaster ride, your excitement mm-hmm. from outside, you know. <laughs> go and ride a high-speed bike, go jump out of a plane, you know, whatever, whatever it may be that lights you up and gives you that. But for God's sake, don't do it in your business. Yeah, but- that's a very good point that... You know, if you you throw yourself into the all or nothing in just one part of your life, mm. then the other parts suffer. You know, like you're saying, like if you're like, I'm all in my business right now. I'm just like, I've just got to go hard, 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 and yeah. that's all you're focused on. But your health has slipped, your relationships have slipped away, 
Yeah. Like if you haven't spoken to your friends in weeks, yeah. like then all of that stuff slips away, right? So it's about how do you find ways to go all in in a balanced way on all of those parts of your life so that so that you can be the best person that you can be, the best business owner, the best mother, father, brother, sister, whatever, you yeah, know. Yeah. And that's the thing, those those tools, they don't just apply to business, they apply right across life. And I think what what's really interesting is like I'll have discussions with people and and geez, I've said the same thing myself. I'm undisciplined. You know, mm. I've got low standards. I don't care, you know, when you know, it's been pointed out to me by yourself and by other coaches and mentors too. No, like, Adam, you are super disciplined. Like, have a look at this area of your life, mm. e.g. where you've worked 24 hours, 48 hours straight. Like, it takes immense amounts of discipline to do that sort of behaviour. But if we took that discipline and we applied it over here mm. and we applied it to having hard boundaries around when you start and stop work, when you... Yeah turn your phone off and turn your phone off. Like if we applied that discipline, that tool, and we took it and we used it in the right places, what sort of impact would that have? So Yeah. yeah. So let me ask you a question then. So do you find when you're, let's, I'll use the word undisciplined, but undisciplined <laughs> from the perspective of you haven't applied that consistently across different parts of your life and you've just gone hard on, let's say, the work, yeah. Do you find then it's really hard to come back? Like you like, I'm like, I'm on this, I'm on this ride. Yeah. And I don't know how to get off it. Well, yeah, I think it's, you know, uh, Newton's laws of physics. A body in motion will continue to be in motion until acted upon by outside forces. Like as you build that momentum going down that path using that tool, it's like a spinning wheel. It becomes faster and faster and I don't know if you've ever spun it like an old bicycle wheel in your hand and then tried to twist it like you feel the the momentum that it's mm. got fighting you. So, of course, when you kind of you've set your mind on one thing and you've applied this all or nothing, this discipline, motivation, whatever you've kind of, whatever the tool is that you've got, like when you apply it, and that's the thing, you've got to be really mindful with with everything. Like when you are mindlessly applying these tools to certain mm. situations, without checking in, is this the best, highest use of this tool? Like, is this what it's designed for? Yeah. Discipline is like, and this is the thing, these tools can be used in a variety of different ways. But, yeah, trying to trying to come back from there where you've gone, you've tipped the scale so heavily in that mm. direction, yeah, it takes huge amounts of work. And, and like, to, to be honest, you know, back in the day when, when I was so far down that burnout path, I was so programmed around, caffeine consumption and lack of rest and working all nighters and that sort of thing like it took external intervention yeah to kind of slow the wheel down and this is the thing when you're going down that path you've got to slow the momentum yeah before you can bring it to almost a complete stop or often a complete stop before you can start tracking it back in the other direction you know so yeah so, yeah, it's it's kind of like, I mean, for me, I use locomotive, like I'm a big dude. So, you know, <laughs> if I'm running down a hill, like yeah. I need twice as much length, runway. Uh, runway to stop, you know. Yeah, I mean, a plane's a good good example, you know. The heavier the plane, the longer the runway it needs to stop. Heavier the train, the longer the rail it needs to stop. The heavier, the longer you've been in this perpetual state of motion down a certain path, 
it's going to take time. And and for me, as uh, you know, entrepreneur visionary, like I don't have time. I don't. Well, I do, but I don't want to give time mm-hmm. to slowing the beast down to then change its direction. It's like, how can I shortcut this? Yeah. And I spent my I spent many years looking for hacks. And here's the thing: that there is no hack. You just the, the get- hack is the fastest way is to just to do it the right way. You know. Yeah. Because yeah. the the other the other catch is like let's say as an example you've started a new business you want to go hard get new clients and so you're you know you're on the phones you're making sales twenty four seven like you're just like going hard there's also an adrenaline rush with the success right so it's yeah. successful you're like I'm getting the sales I'm getting the clients but it's not sustainable but then you're like but if I drop back to a sustainable level. Mm. I'm no longer getting this level of sales. And so it's like you have to mentally be comfortable to come back. If you want to continue to get sales yeah. at all, you've got to come back. Otherwise, it's going to go to zero because you're yeah. going to fall in the heat. I mean, that that skill in itself, right, is what I would describe as attachment to outcome, right? Like yeah. it's when, you, when you're attached to the sales and you're attached to your clients getting a really good result or, you know, what, whatever it may be, producing a really good result if you're, you know, a service-based uh, professional, that, that's good. Like it builds business. Mm-hmm. But there has, to become, there has to come a point where you move towards the, the sustainable ways of yeah. doing business and understand that not every single client's going to be satisfied, for instance, yeah. you know. So detaching from the outcome, building your systems and processes. So it's like, do we deliver the same level of service, the same level of quality for every job, no matter whether you're the king or, you know, a homeless person under a bridge, you know? And these are the things that when you are attached to that outcome, I mean, one of my other catchphrases is be punitive to the process, not the person, you know? The amount of times I see business owners beat up on themselves or their employees because something went wrong. And and it's like, no, it's neither of those. It's the process. And and I know this, you know, plays right into your wheelhouse. But um, yeah, I think I think that's uh that's a really amazing point. Yeah. You know, and it, it doesn't have to be sales, it can be all sorts of different things. You know, if you're doing projects every day and you're doing like you're working 14 hour days and you're like, but I've I've I have a target, let's say Let's say you have a target of a number of clients that you want to have at, in any one month. Yeah. And you're like, but the only way to have that is to consistently work 14, 15 hour days. Yeah. Then you have to make a decision. Is there a better way? Can I employ someone? Can I do less in yeah. my jobs? Can I change my target? You know, I think that's yeah. really important to when you see yourself caught on that kind of train, stopping. Because yeah. the problem is we don't stop because we're, like you said, you go on full steam down the hill like a locomotive and you don't stop to take to reassess and go, what's the consequences of me continuing? Yeah. I mean, that segues back into that podcast we did a while ago and um, talking about the feather brick truck, right? Okay. Understand the symptoms of when you're, go- when you're exhibiting these kinds of behaviours, when things are going, uh, are not the best use of tools. So, you know, I think that's a really good point is identifying when you are being able to see the symptoms of when you're using the right tool or a great tool, but using it in the wrong way. You know, I mean, old school tradesmen, I mean, I remember, I don't know if anybody else has heard this, um, it, it's called choking the hammer and it's not what you think it is. Please do not get your grotty minds out of the gutter. <laughs> but my, my old man, uh, he was a panel beater and my grandfather a coach builder. And 
that there's, you know, full length of a hammer's what, 300 mil or 450 mil, I can't remember what it is. But let's say you've got a hammer and you've got a big lever, right? The amount of times I've seen people pick up a hammer right up near the head mm-hmm. and they'll, they'll tap away. Now, the whole idea of having a big lever on a hammer is leverage. You, you use the whole handle. So yep. they used to say don't choke the hammer. This is the same thing, you know, make sure that you're using it in the correct way. Yes. Um, can you get a result by using a hammer, holding it up by the head and, and tapping away and using your arm as the lever? Sure. But that's yeah. not how it was designed. So, you know, I've gone off on a little direct. No, that's, you know, a, that's a good example of use it as it designed. designed and how you get the most leverage, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that was the point that I was trying to make is yeah. <laughs> leveraging the tool but to a point where you are also being mindful of, I guess, in that instance where you're holding the hammer, are you getting the most leverage out of it? Is it the best solution for the job? But also when it's not, problem solve that. Okay, this is I've identified that this this symptomatically, this all or nothing behavior, this discipline, this unrelenting standard, this punitiveness, this perfectionism, what you said earlier, you know, they're they're all amazing tools that can be used to get insanely good results and great outcomes. But also when when does it become unsustainable? You know, when is it not the best use of that? And identifying that and then being able to problem solve, okay. I realize I'm doing that thing. Awareness is the key. Sunlight's the best disinfectant. You know, drag those things out into the sunlight and go, how do I solve this problem? You know, if I am pulling all-nighters, if I am, you know, um, staying on the phone for 12 hours a day trying to make sales calls, if I'm on site, you know, 12, 14-hour days trying to deliver to the clients, like how do I solve this problem? How can I? and, And I think that's one thing I always bring people back to is, if you weren't here, how could you solve this problem so you didn't have to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And you'll usually get, you know, I can just imagine people's brains tweaking out right now going, oh, I'd have to train, a, I'd have to hire a person, yeah. there's no people around, I'd have to train them, and, and they're just not going to do it to my standard. Here's the thing, like somebody did it before you and someone's going to do it after you. No man or no person is greater than the mission, you know, you've got to find a way to get to the moon irrespective of who's on the crew, including yourself, you know. Yeah. I guess that's a focus that, you know, we're always honed in on is trying to remove key person risk. How do we how do we do this without person A in that in that role, you know? Yeah. And, and I think most, most importantly me. <laughs> yeah. And I think the, the tricky thing is when you're caught up in it, it's hard sometimes to see this the solutions. And you know, Adam, you know, both you and I have come on come come across different clients or we've spoken to different people and they're like there is no answer like I there is no other answer than me working 15 hour days and then you're like I know that feels that way right now because you're so in that right that's where you are yeah but let's work it out together and we'll find a better way because other people can do it you can do it too you know nice nice I think that's probably a good place to to wrap it up if you uh if you need a hand I guess identifying some of these behaviors, if you struggle to problem solve and like if this podcast has tweaked something where you're like, holy cow, that is me. I, you know, I'm a perfectionist. I, you know, I'm all or nothing. I pull all nighters, whatever it may be. Perhaps it's time for us to have a chat. So once again, thanks for being with us today, Lou. Don't forget to like and subscribe 
uh, to the the podcast and to our email list if you if you need to send us a message at inquiries at tradiebusinessschool.com. Don't forget to join the free Facebook uh, group, Tradies and General Contractors Global, where we go live every single week with free training. Training is a wonderful thing, but uh, once again, skill sets is something that can be applied different ways. Like if you use the hammer for the wrong thing, the amount of times my dad told me off for using a shifter for everything because <laughs> I thought it was the right tool for the job. It's really not. But um, let's get you tooled up with the right toolkit. Let's get you trained in using the right tools, selecting the right tools for the right job. And, uh, you know, I look forward to connecting with you somewhere in the future. Lou, thanks again for being Thank here. You. It's always great to see your smiling face. You are the beauty and the brains, and I'm not sure what <laughs> I'm doing here. But uh, I hope you all enjoyed this podcast, and I look forward to uh, – to the next one we do together. Thanks again. Thanks.